0: read scripture and we want to focus on that verse 18 the last one that we read and I want to uh, specifically ask that God would enlighten this passage for us and bring to our minds and to our hearts what it means to pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests all the Lord's people. God, we need your instruction on this. We need your scripture. We need your message to come through very, very clearly. It's obvious that a conversation with you is needed. It's obvious that a relationship with you is needed. So bless us. Bless us as we seek. Bless us as we even wander, like we sang a little bit ago. My heart is prone to wander, our hearts are prone to look for other conversations, to look for other people, to look for other things to fill us up, all the while, it's you. Bless us with an understanding, bless us with a relationship with you this morning. May it become deeper, may it become even stronger. in your sight, for you are our rock, and you are our redeemer. It's in your holy, holy, holy name we pray, amen. We're going to talk about prayer, but first I want to start with this, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is the best Christmas movie in the world, convince me otherwise. A few of you laugh, we got one clap, yeah, amen. We can agree. We can all agree. My pro-presenter guy up there, Paul, has never seen it, so everybody give him the hiss of shame. But I asked him to put up a slide for me, to put up a picture that's going to remind you what this movie is about. Put up that first picture for me, and if you remember this classic scene, if you remember this iconic picture, then you remember that this is after Clark, the dad, right there, has checked... Thousands and thousands and thousands of bulbs. It's after he has checked every connection, it's after he has tried to plug it in and nothing is happening. The house looks fantastic, not even lit up. It looks like there's just bulbs after bulbs after bulbs, but it's not bright, it's not shiny. It's not exciting. It's just sitting there dull. And this is him getting frustrated, plugging out, plugging in over and over again and wondering what in the world is going on. He can't get it to activate. He can't get it to light up. He can't get it to be exciting. And then, like every good married couple, the wife comes in and figures out all you have to do is flip one switch in the garage. One switch in the garage, and suddenly the power comes on. The breakers in the city's uh, connection start flipping over and over again because he's using so much electricity. All she had to do was flip that switch on. And here's my analogy. We can talk, we have talked about this armor of God, about the helmet of salvation. We have talked about the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth. These are all so incredibly needed. And now, as we face the end of the series, as we face the end of Paul's letter to the Ephesus church, to this early church, he is reminding us, he is telling us, you got to flip this switch. you got to activate these things. That's great if you put them on. That's great if you are wearing them. But here's the final thing that you have to do. You have to have that conversation with God that ongoing conversation, that conversation that never stops. In order to activate all of this armor of God, you must be in prayer. You simply must be in conversation with Him. I want to give you just a little bit of what I was going to do as an introduction. We have uh Wonderful new college students here. We have several visitors. We have several faces that I have no idea who you are. And I wanted to pull one of you up here and tell you that I wanted to have a relationship with you. That I wanted to get to know you. And then I wanted to ignore you completely. What kind of beginning of a relationship is that? What kind of get to know you is an ignoring Absolutely not. If we want to get to know somebody, if we want to absolutely have a relationship with somebody, then there's going to be an ongoing conversation. There's going to be a, hey, what's your name? Hey, how was your day? Hey, what are you excited about? Hey, what are you scared about? Hey, what are you nervous about? All of these things begin a relationship and grow a relationship deeper and deeper. And my analogy is this then, we have to have that kind of conversation with God. We have to know what He desires. We have to know that we can come with our concern. We have to know that we can come with our joy. We have to know that we can come with our fear. All of these things are a deepening of the relationship, an ongoing conversation. And this is what Paul tells us to do. To pray in the Spirit in all occasions, in all occasions. So I want to spend some time looking at a couple of those phrases. I want to look, number one, we're going to have five phrases that we're going to look at. We're going to look at pray in the Spirit, number two, pray in all occasions, number three, be alert. What does it mean to be alert? Number four, always keep on praying, and number five, for the Lord's people. Spend time on those five phrases, starting with pray in the Spirit. One of the things that we used to do quite often at Living Water when we would uh, have our prayer time before the service, uh, we would say this phrase over and over again, less of me and more of you. Less of me and more and more of you. Less of me, and more of you. And we would simply repeat that over and over to remind ourselves, and to remind God, this is not about me, this is about you. As Paul tells us to pray in the Spirit, I think that's an incredible entry point. That's an incredible guide to get started. Is this more of Him and less of me? Or is this simply me saying what I want, what I desire? Is this Him or is this me? Am I in the Spirit of what He desires? He told us as He was leaving this earth, as He was talking to His disciples, Surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. That means He walks around with us. That means wherever we go, the grocery store, whether we go to the movies, whether we're sitting at home, He is there with us. And being in the Spirit, in Paul's language, is acknowledging that He is right there. And when I have that conversation in the Spirit, I am acknowledging that He wants to be a part of this. And so my question for you is, when you pray, when you're having that conversation, are you acknowledging that he wants to be a part of this relationship? Are you ignoring him? Are you leaving him off to the side? Are you forgetting to have that conversation? The first challenge from Paul is to remember to be in the Spirit, to be acknowledging that he is here. How about in all occasions? That's our second one. To pray in all occasions. In my prayer journal, uh, which you can actually grab one of right in the back of the worship center here. You can grab a living one and it can become your prayer journal. I wrote this this morning. I said, to me, what this in all occasions means is to pray with your eyes open. It means to pray with your eyes closed. It means to pray while you are walking. It means to pray while you are sitting. It means to pray while you are in the car. It means to pray while you are having a conversation with someone else. It means to pray when you wake up. It means to pray when you go to sleep. It means to pray when everything is good and life doesn't seem to get any better. It means to pray when everything is hard. And it doesn't seem like life could get any worse. It means to pray when you know exactly what to say, when exactly what is on your mind can come out of your mouth. It means to pray when you have no idea what to say, when you have no words, and you simply need the Holy Spirit to hear your groans that all you can do is just go, ugh. That's a prayer. It means to pray when you're angry. It means to pray when you're satisfied. It means to pray when you are depressed. When you can't see a way out. It means to pray when you're overwhelmed. It means to pray when you're at church. It means to pray when you're at home. It means to pray with writing things down in your journal. It means to pray by typing out an email and sending it to yourself as a prayer to God. It means to pray in all occasions. Some of you like it when I reference the Greek when I go back to uh, what Paul is talking about. And so I'm doing this for you again. Uh, Looking especially at that word all, the real brief, the real actual, the real close translation translation is all, all, not half of your occasions, not just a couple of your occasions, not just when you feel like it, not just when you don't feel like it. Pray in all occasions, every single occasion, all of the ones that I just listed on times 200. All of the things that I could think of, that I could just list, and all of the things that I couldn't think of. Every occasion that's coming to your mind in this moment, that's when you can pray. That's when you have to pray. Here's a little uh, side note. This one just came to me. Uh, One of the things uh, team building is a huge love of mine. How do we continue to build a better team? How do we continue to grow each other? How do we continue to come closer and closer to one another? And Patrick Lencioni is one of my uh, favorites. Uh, He writes a couple different things about five dysfunctions of a team, uh, all of these descriptions on how to get together, how to draw people together. And he says one of the best things you can do is experience each other in a different setting. Experience each other in a different location. If you normally have your meeting at one spot, if you're just always sitting at the same spots in the table, then change it up. Go outside and sit in different places. Go out to eat and see each other in a different light. Go and do a team-building activity together. All of these things give you just a little bit of a different angle of that person, just a little bit of a different angle of that team. And what if our conversations with God are like this? What if He only knows you when you're sitting here for 20 minutes? What if this is the only time you talk to Him? Then He's only going to know that angle of you. But what if He wants to know you more? What if you talk to him while you're driving, while you're angry? What if you talk to him while you're working on your break? What if you talk to him at noon when you're eating lunch? He's going to see you on all these different angles. Pray in all occasions so that God can know you deeper and deeper and deeper. So that he can see you in so many of these different angles. So that you can see him. How about this one? Number three, uh, be alert. He says we want to pray in the Spirit, we want to pray in all occasions. Now, be alert. This is one of my favorites because I get to talk about a couple different analogies here. The first one uh, would be MASH. Everybody knows I love MASH, right? No, you don't know that. Um, Alan Alda, uh, Frank Burns, all these kind of great guys, they have the MASH show. And one of the scenes is uh, Alan Alda and Hawkeye uh, Trapper kind of getting very, very uh, lazy getting laid back, and sort of making their mobile army surgical hospital home. And Frank Burns, the bad guy, reminds them you have to be mobile in order to be a mobile army surgical hospital. You have to be ready to pick up and move at any time. You have to be ready to chase whatever you have to chase in a given moment. You have to be ready to leave and go find that wounded soldier. You have to be ready at all. The same kind of idea that Paul is getting at with us. Be alert. Be on. So that in the drop of a hat, you can have that conversation. Shoes are a big deal. I love to pick out shoes. I love to spend hours standing at the store and wondering, can I use that shoe for this occasion? Can I also use it for that occasion? And I try to figure out when and where and how I'm going to wear that shoe because Sandra gets so upset with this. My wife gets so annoyed because I want to multi-purpose everything. I want to be able to wear that shoe for this and for that. If we're going to a wedding, if we're going to church, if we're going to different occasions. And what keeps coming to my mind is ready. Being able to do something at the drop of a hat. I'm not as agile as I used to be. I'm not as quick as I used to be. But I can still play basketball. I would still love it if we're doing something, we're having a conversation, and hey, you want to go play basketball? Oh yeah, okay. I would love to be doing a wedding to have the ability to uh, be in a a suit and dressed up and all this kind of stuff. Hey, you want to go throw the football around? Okay. I want to be able to be ready in so many different circumstances to be able, "Ah, let's go do it right now, to be able to at the drop of a hat Absolutely ready. If it is time to pray, can you pray? If it is time to be alert, can you be alert? Can you always have it ready on your heart, on your mind, to simply join that conversation with God? To be alert. To be ready at all times. How about this one? Uh, the fourth phrase. Always keep on praying. Always keep on praying praying. I've said this before, you know, one of the things that uh, Paul does, if it's a really big point, if it's something that he really wants to emphasize, then he's going to repeat it over and over and over again. And so I wanted to take a little bit of a note from him and I wanted to see what always keep on praying really means. Here's what I think it means. It means praying with your eyes open. It means praying with your eyes closed. It means praying while you are in the car. It means praying while you walk. It means praying while you are talking with someone else. I hope this is sounding familiar because I'm absolutely repeating myself. It means praying when things are good. It means praying when things are hard. It means that you pray when you have no idea what to say. It means that you pray when you know exactly what you want to communicate and the words are coming out of your mouth. It means praying when you're angry. It means praying when you're satisfied. It means praying when you're depressed. It means praying when you're overwhelmed. Are you getting the picture here? Paul is reminding us in all occasions, always keep on praying. No, I'm serious. Always keep on praying. You know how a relationship is if you don't talk. You know how a husband and a wife can lose communication if there is no coming together. You know how best friends can drift apart when you don't talk to each other. This is the warning that he is reminding us of with God. You want that deep relationship? You got to keep talking. You got to keep listening. You got to keep having that conversation with him. Always keep on praying. Then the last phrase, number five. So we've gone through pray in the Spirit, pray in all occasions, be alert, always keep on praying. The last phrase is always be praying for the Lord's people. Now at Living Water, we seek to be people that don't just talk about something and then send you out and forget about what we were talking about. We want to be people that practice. We want to be people that put this into effect. We want to be people that pray for the Lord's people because Paul told us to pray for the Lord's people. So what better way, I think, than to end this message, to end our series, than simply praying for the Lord's people. I've asked some of our prayer warriors to come up. And uh, they are going to walk around with microphones. Can you prayer warriors come up? And they are going to ask sit awkwardly until the first person does it. And then as they say that request, I'm going to be writing these things down. And we are going to do a full prayer for the Lord's people after we have a bunch of prayer requests. Now here's the other thing, Uh, we are online, and I get it, Uh, some of these things might be personal, so you don't want to share those things, so here's what I've asked these prayer warriors to do then, in that circumstance, you raise your hand, then that uh, prayer warrior is going to make sure that mic is off, they're going to kneel next to you, and they're going to pray, just the two of you uh, in this room right here, right now, pray for that prayer request. But for the rest of the prayer requests that you feel comfortable sharing uh, with all of us so that we can be praying together, we're going to say that into the microphone and I'm going to jot these down and then we're going to do a prayer for the Lord.